Hi, this is Sharon Small, and I'm with James Lawley, and we'd just like to talk a minute about what's been happening in clean language interviewing um, over this past year particularly. So, James, you've been up to some very interesting things recently. Um, would you mind sharing what, what's happening now with the clean interviewing world? Okay, Sharon, thank you. Um, so I've been involved in two um, areas um, with some colleagues um, and um, I'm really pleased to say that um, the work I've been doing with uh, uh, Jan Naheba has produced uh, a fruit that we've got having a paper published which is coming out in the Journal of Consciousness Studies next year and um, what we did there is we looked at um, 19 clean language interviews by uh, experienced clean language interviewers and we found out so how clean are these people you know do they get a hundred percent of their questions are staying clean and um, we found out not even the best can't do a hundred percent but they can get ninety percent and over and um, uh, what we also did is um, we looked at then this this feature of clean language interviewing called a cleanness rating, which allows you to assess qu- quantitatively the clean, cleanness or leadingness of an interview. Um, and wh- what we did is we did some statistical analysis on the raters. We have mu- there were multiple people rating the interviews, and we we did statistical analysis to find out just how uh, close were those raters, and they they re- we reached good statistical uh, confidence levels. So that shows that that um, method of measuring is a, uh, a, a highly um, viable and validated method. Um, so that was great. That's never been done before. And then the second area that I've been involved in with um, Heather Cairns Lee and Paul Tozy is looking at actually what is this thing called leading. And if you read almost any textbook on interviewing, it'll say, don't ask leading questions. But what also you'll find is it doesn't actually tell you really what a leading question is, how you identify them, and what you do instead other than ask open questions. Um, and so we started to look at leading questions and we analysed them and what we found is there are four common ways that interviewers lead. And we identify what are the characteristics of those so that um, you can raise your awareness. Because the bottom line is if you don't know that you're asking leading questions, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Um, so we're writing up our research and we're hoping um, to get a paper published um, on that um, uh, in, in all good time. So those are the main areas I've been involved in this last 12 months. So taking something that we knew was working empirically because we've used it and then then it was developed with uh, the validation process was developed which we had an idea that it worked because we knew how to use it but now it's been thoroughly researched and with that paper and co- the paper being published in the yeah. journal of consciousness studies the yeah. journal of consciousness studies and then the work with heather Kearns lee and paul tossi really getting to the those um, more subtle nuggets that are going to be most useful for people to be able to use to to really make this methodology work to their advantage exactly as interviewers super 
Yeah. And um, I know kind of on my side of the pond, um, Yuji Yamagami in Japan has been uh, using this very successfully, the clean interviewing methodology with quality assurance and doing and risk assessors. Uh -huh. um, so uh, when he attended our training last year, he took it home and applied it and um, has been having great results. And then um, I haven't done any formal studies like you, but I have been working uh, for several years now with cause evaluators, cause analysis, and recently uh, HRO organizations. So with, with the use of clean interviewing spreading and the research, the academic research on this becoming more subtle and more specific, have you found, um, or like what have you found over time, the consistencies in the value of this clean language interviewing method? Well, I mean, in and of itself, the, the range of areas that it's being applied to, I think, um, is itself a, a, a validation of the method. If you can take a method and you can apply it in, in these kind of uh, cause... HROs, cause, right. auditing, quality assurance, academics, research. Uh, yeah, and there, for example, um, a paper came out um, this year where uh, some Dutch researchers had used clean language interviewing to, define, to defi uh, find out how midwives made decisions. Wow. Now, that's a pretty important area, um, but the, if you can improve the quality of decision-making of midwives, you know, that's going to make people very happy. Um, so there's, there's one area, that's one example. Um, Caitlin Walker's been doing some work looking at how do uh, universities design and implement their curricula. Wow. Uh, so, and then... Um, uh, the paper that um, the PhD that Heather Cairns Lee produced um, interviewed 30 leaders from um, across Europe uh, about what is their mental model of leadership and how they've developed that over time. And actually, she did a really interesting analysis. She looked at all the 30 interviews and she counted the number and the type of clean language question that she asked and one of the things she discovered which completely amazed me was actually there were four basic clean language questions that she asked over 60 percent I think it was 69% of the time, which she just needed four questions. And what kind of questions were those questions? <laughs> exactly. Um, but what it shows you is it, it, it's the, the ability to ask really simple and clean questions just keeps encouraging the interviewee to describe their experience. And, and that's what we're looking for, authentic descriptions. And so, um, what what this shows is it can be applied in a whole range of areas. It's now got this academic background. And the other thing that comes out um, that's been done some, by some research um, in the Czech Republic is looking at what do people who are not trained in clean language, how cl how what kind of questions do they ask? And they've found that it can be as low as 30% of questions are clean and two-thirds of questions are actually leading. Wow. What they also discovered was, and we know this intuitively, to go from 30% of your questions are clean and non-leading up to 90% takes training and effort. It, it doesn't, it's not just you 
turn it on one day. You need to be able to understand what is a leading question. How are you asking them without knowing? And not, not deliberately, but the words slip out of your mouth and before you know it, there's a little nudge in the question that takes training to get from, from that level of uh, um, skill up to the kind of 90% level. And to give you an idea what 90% means, um, that research showed that in um, a full interview, 45 minutes to an hour, that there would be one uh, strongly leading question would be asked. Mm -hmm. so and the a question strongly is, leading is when somebody adapts or adopts that when there's real evidence that the yeah. the question has influenced the answer uh, of the um, interviewee and therefore the data now has been effectively contaminated yeah um, and um, but to, so can you get this a, a, a benchmark for everybody can you get your interviews down so that at most you ask one strongly leading question that's the challenge i throw out to all interviewers yeah and and we have a rating where you can actually look at the words you're using and make that distinction exactly super um yeah so um you and Jan also looked at and just uh, and i know that the interviewing the clean interviewing community has been discussing about how much training it it really would take to get to that 80 90 percent mark well, there, I mean, there's been some re uh, research that's not just about um, uh, clean language interviewing, but interviewing in general, that um, it can take five days of training to get people to get in command of the questions they ask. If you're already an interviewer and you've got some experience, then you know two days of training in clean language is a really good basis. If you then start recording your interviews and going through them and get, giving yourself or getting feedback from someone of the areas that you are unwittingly leading. Um, so for people, you know, that's what's uh, required. Um, I say a minimum of two days to, to um, rate, start to raise the level of skill. Okay. And, and in January, you and I, just for those who are listening or reading, <laughs> in January, James and I are going to be doing a two-day training in California. And um, this is open to everyone. You do not have to have clean language experience to join us. Um, you don't even have to be an experienced interviewer. Um, by participating, um, you'll become familiar with the questions. You'll get a, a much better idea of what is leading, the kinds of leading that happen. And um, we work with real situations in real time. Um, so you won't be working with scenarios that don't make sense to you. You can work in your domain of experience and interest. Um, so, yeah, if you're academic, uh, quality assurance, auditor, um, root cause analyst, you work with an HRO, um, you're a manager, any, anyone who, um, who's, where it's important that you get quality and authentic information, this is, uh, could make a complete difference in, in how your conversations and your interviews go with the individuals you work with. That is January 18th and 19th. It'll be in California near San Luis Obispo on the beautiful Central Coast <laughs> near wine country and beaches. So if you just want to come to a training and have a vacation at the same time, uh, be sure to join us. And James, would you like to add anything about the training at all? 
Um, you good? It, just, just that um, uh, this is now our fourth year running this training, and so we know, um, you know, the benefits that people get from it, from the feedback that we've had from previous participants. Yeah, yeah, small business people, nuclear operators, all sorts. So um, great, thank you, James, okay, thank and you. Uh, thank you, listeners, and. We will uh, hopefully hear from you. You can contact me at Sharon at CleanLanguageTraining.com. To find out more about the training, you can go to www.CleanLanguageTraining.com. And under the training tab, just scroll down to Clean Convergence. And it'll be uh, down towards about three quarters of the way down the page. You'll have more information. Otherwise, just contact me, and I'm happy to have a conversation with you. All right. Bye.